This week on Face Off Hockey Show, it's our 22nd birthday. Well, yesterday was, but it's a birthday week, if you will. We'll talk about, uh, I guess, some memories of the show. I don't know. Uh, Arizona's looking to buy land with private funds. The the hits just keep on coming with that team. Uh, and the one way that Connor McDavid is going to stay in Edmonton, we'll talk about that in a bit. Johnny's back. It's Face Off Hockey Show. Right now. And ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. Screw the Rangers and screw the Devils. I work for BroadcastMonsters.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, BroadcastMonsters.com is proud to present two guys, a girl, in a pizza shop. Now here's your host of Face Off, Sean O'Connor. Unfortunately, no Sean. Uh, R.I.P. Dave, the man. Yeah. Uh, the man that kicked us off, or kicked off the entire show. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I'm Scotty Waz. There's Jenny P. Uh, it is turn 22nd, 22nd birthday, 22s, deuces. Wow. Double deuce. Double deuce. I heard from next year. Uh, next year, I will be doing the. I will have done this show for exactly half of my life. Right. That that realization came to me. I think a couple years back, and I was just like, "Oh God." Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Um, yeah. Thank you for the support over the twenty-two years. We appreciate it. If you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> thank it, you for those who are still listening. Thank you for those who came from the ASX days. All the way through what it, with all our evolutions and message boards. And YouTubes and not YouTubes and Skypes and... Patreon. All that, and jazz. All that jazz. It's funny. Monk and the Mick, uh, or, or uh, Pat Mick, was talking to me and he says, uh, yeah, congratulations. It'd be great if Monk and the Mick lasted the uh, another 17 years. So we've been doing it a long while from our uh, past BCM brethren. We have. Sean Leahy was telling us that we're beating off plenty of podcasts. What are we beating off? That's that's on the Patreon after dark. Oh, my bad. <clears throat> Doing that stuff. My God. But let's let's not bury the lead. Johnny P back from his Grecian adventure. And boy, I came back. what an adventure it was. What Ooh. a what a time. Now here's the big question. We'd follow when, when Sean was on uh week one of your uh absence. Um, we well, week one was a bad week for not having clothes. Not a great week. Not no. a great week. Mm-mm. So we were wondering if you were going to get miles for all the trips that your baggage took to and from and everywhere. So I put in a claim for British Airways. My, uh, I had a tracker. I, I have trackers. Um, I had one tracker in my checked bag. Luckily, my carry-on bag that they also forced me to check, which was a shit show, um, was with my checked bag the whole time. So I was basically allowed to, I was, I was like tracking them. 
So at one point, so I, long story short, some jabroni in London Heathrow's airport decided that I had to check my carry-on bag. Which seems dumb. Which this is this is how this whole thing started, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I have $2,500 worth of camera equipment in my carry-on bag. Um, so that is not just randomly going somewhere. So I went over to the side and I started moving stuff out of that bag and into an Italy backpack that I had packed in the bag because British Airways is always a shit show. Mm-hmm. They did this to me last time as well. And so I just threw stuff in the backpack, right? In the haste of doing that, I apparently did not put any of my medicine or inhalers uh, into said backpack. Just mostly what uh, what came with me in the backpack was just cameras, uh, wallet, money, stuff like that. Um, I turn around and uh, this guy's like helping somebody else, I guess, at that point. So I just kind of like put my bag uh in a spot where all the british airways bags that are being checked are being placed and i walk through security well this guy that guy this guy my guy my boy some some power trip asshole uh in london heathrow um literally took me off the flight (laughs) what yeah so uh i didn't tell you guys all this uh so heathrow security like head of security had to show up at the gate um, go through like his like archives, I guess, or he had like the database or whatever people that went through security on his phone. He's like, uh, I don't know what's going on or why this is fl- being flagged as a security issue, but you went through security. You did exactly what you need to do. I go, okay, thanks. The lady at the gate was like, somehow your flight has been canceled. So I have to like put you back on this flight, which at that point I knew nothing was going to work correctly right like you could tell exactly at that point that all shit was gonna break loose so my bag stayed in london can i, I can i can i in london can i do a, a, a probably a brief reenactment of what it was like getting you off that plane with the dude coming in uh yes if you might. okay probably comes up setting airplane here comes johnny gets pulled off the flight the security guy goes hey, what's all what's all this then hey what's all this then and King Charles is back there too, because he's yeah. he's not doing anything, and just hanging out, being on the money. Hey, I think he's okay to go there, Governor. And then you get on the flight. Pretty Thank much, you. that's pretty much it. Thank how you. it worked. Thank you. It was like a massive clusterfuck. No. In London, <laughs> flying flying these days seems like just a general clusterfuck, no matter where you are. Well, when you have shitty people that are incompetent, <laughs> that that doesn't help either. Nope, sure doesn't. Sure shit doesn't. Um, so I get to Manchester. Uh, None of my bags get in Manchester. That's... I can track them and literally <laughs> tell British Airways my bags are in London. There are two more flights that fly out of London to Manchester the night that I land in Manchester. My bags are on neither of those flights. Mm. I leave for Greece the next morning with only the stuff that I have in my backpack and the clothes that I have on. Well... So that night I decided um, things might might not work out very well. So I went and bought a UK power uh, bank, like a the brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I could plug <laughs> in and then I could charge my phone. I bought a 
European adapter for it because in Greece they use all the Euro plugs. So got that going for me. So I can I can charge my phone at this point, at least. Uh, the next morning, I go to JD Sports and buy uh, underwear, socks, two t-shirts, a pair of shorts, hat, and sunglasses. My bags are still in London. All right. <laughs> for days. <laughs> Jesus fuck. My bags then fly <laughs> back to BWI. <laughs> Why? Why? How did that even they, get into the fucking... Ugh. They start the whole trip over again, <laughs> go back to London, then make their way to Manchester, which I haven't been in Manchester in like four days at this point. At this point as well, also, in Greece, I've had to buy another pair of shorts, uh, like two t-shirts, and a pair of shoes because uh, apparently a pair of Air Jordans are not made to be walking around for, you know, five, six, seven, eight miles no, Air Jordans are only allowed to be worn once, and then you you seal them back up and put them on your shelf, and then sell it to some sneakerhead. That's how yeah. that's how things are going. Well, as, not the, not the Jordans I had. That's true. As we're joined by the pop dog, Mark with the C. Hello, Mark. Yes. Yeah, I forgot. Hello. I forgot you were traveling, so you're going to be on time. <laughs> yes, I am traveling and on time. Correct. I did so, have to yeah. go grab some beverages that's why i was late yeah, that's all right well that's smart that's a good thing to be grabbing we're we're now we're now in greece but johnny's bags are in manchester so yeah. my bags are in manchester my bags fly back to london for the third time on this trip <laughs> then finally get to kalamata eight days after i left london heathrow's airport I will give a shout out to Europe, though. Okay. Europe knows how to knows knows how drugs work. <laughs> I literally walk into a uh, pharmacy in Greece, tell them that I have asthma and that my bags are lost. The lady pulls uh, what we would consider a prescription inhaler out of the back and says, "Will this work?" And I go, "Yeah, definitely." Uh, Two point five euros. Okay, I'd only speak American. Effectively, like three bucks. Jesus fuck. Perfect. I get uh, European Sudafed, oh. which still has the hydrochloride in it. Oh, game over. I use that. I overdose on that for a week so that like I can be an, an actual person. <laughs> sure. I channel my inner uh, Italian and just swim in the Mediterranean Sea in a pair of Nike compression underwear. It had nothing else. <laughs> Man. I mean, it was it was a shit show for the first. And then I get my bags, and the first thing that I do is just go through them all to make sure I have all the stuff that I knew that was in there, first of all. Second of all, I'm like, why am I even unpacking this? I'm only here for four more days. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, so, then, so then the best part, oh, well, best, uh, continuing the trip. Apparently, I fucked up my timings on flying home. Um, we flew back from Greece on Wednesday. I should have stayed in a hotel in Manchester on Wednesday night and flown home on Thursday. But I got the hotel for Thursday night and flew home on Friday. Mm. So I had to get the hotel on Wednesday as well. But it kind of worked out because we had a day out in Manchester for a day. Well, there you go. At this point, my brain is going to explode. 
<laughs> I've gone from 93 degrees in Baltimore to 105 in Greece. Sorry, Manchester for the night, which was 60, to 105 in Greece. Back to Manchester, that is 60 degrees, and back to 93 degrees in two weeks. Wow. That's impressive. The only issue I have currently is that I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning, which is right around the time Mark normally wakes up. That's correct. And I'm wide awake for no reason whatsoever. Man. So my sleep stats suck currently. Yeah, no shit. Man, rock over London, rock on Chicago. Wheaties, the breakfast of champions. Shout out Wesley Wills. But outside of that, the trip was fantastic. Nice. Love it. Outside of not having clothing. I brought home this. This is uh, some Greek mastic. I'm going to take some for our... uh, Take some. I'm going to drink a little here for our uh, anniversary. Very clear liquor. Yeah. Very clear. Tastes like lemon, though. Very smooth. Well, there you go. Salud. So I'll I'll have some of that for our anniversary. But yeah, uh, so I'm back. I've already played golf once. I played really well, too. There you go. Um, So I got that going for me. Work is no different. Just came back to more stuff. I'm I'm a little bit more tan than normal. Nice. Um, I brought home stuff for the kids. Hey, there oh, you go. very nice. Yeah, they'll appreciate it. I'm sure. Harper so. decided to call me while I was in London to sing Happy Birthday. That's nice. That's sweet. Hudson yeah. was a tiny jerk store and didn't want to talk to me. But other than that, right? That's normal. <laughs> that is normal. He's going on like 18 somehow. Nice. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. All right. But yeah, well, that's, a, that's a story there. Glad so that was that was the story of Greece. Glad to have you back, Johnny. Glad you were able to get all your shit. And I made it home. Figured out. And now I have trackers for uh, my camera bag, my checked bag, my carry on, and my wallet. Nice, good work. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark, you got anything this week to share for the class? Where are you at? Where are you located this week? I am in Hampton, Virginia. Oh, baby, which is just outside Norfolk. Hell yeah, good times. Um, I, uh, drove the family up to New Hampshire on Saturday. And then flew you home told them on... you were getting milk? Ah. <laughs> flew home on Sunday from, to BWI, drove back to Manassas, and then Monday morning drove down to here. Uh, and then I'm driving back tomorrow, flying back up Saturday, driving back home Sunday, so... It's a lot of traveling. Yes, indeed. a lot of driving, a lot of traveling, a lot of nonsense. Got to, got to try to get some sleep here. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. you, uh, you're like, I'm in a work trip. This is where I get my sleep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Understandable. It used to be this was the time that I could like, you know, stay up and right. play video games or do whatever I wanted to. Now nah, you're 40 now, dog. Yeah. No. <laughs> Should change it's, it, uh, It's sleepy time. <laughs> Nice. Well, I am, uh, as we announced last week, Jen and I, we are we are in the midst of moving. So, ooh, trying to fucking get all that shit bagged up. We have to move her a out. A good of- move. Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to got to get her out of Omaha next month. So the beginning of next month, and then we get you're, out of here. You're calling an audible, huh? You're calling an audible. What do you mean? To get her out of Omaha. Ah, uh, Omaha. Right. I got it. Took me a minute. Um, 
That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, move up here, gather all our stuff, and then put that in a moving truck, and then drive the 21 hours back to Hartford <laughs> County. So. Woohoo! Yep. So packed up, packed up my closet since I don't wear any jerseys or polo shirts for work. So that that was fun. So the closet, uh, all I have in my closet is my hockey gear and my hats. So and then it's now it's just planning to get all my my uh, flair, my tchotchkes all packed up too. So nice, a lot of tchotchkes, a lot of fucking tchotchkes, a lot of lot of trying to figure out how to get this oyo in one uh, oyos in one piece. So <laughs> that is going to be a task as I look over and and you see. It's a lot of it's a lot of oyos. It's a lot of oyos. Are you are you taking pictures of how they're arranged so that you can rearrange them the same way, or uh, no. are you gonna redo it? I'm gonna redo. It. I have one more rink to build anyway, so I'm just gonna once we figure out where the hell we're living and set everything up, we'll go from there. But yeah, so that process is starting, and then yeah, she starts work October second, and I guess for every job you need a fucking maryland driver's license for so gotta wait till i get there to get that and then start applying yeah it's weird it's very weird <laughs> but you do go from there i am uh i actually got the email that i can get my real id now Ooh. yeah i'm my real id uh, all right i was not on the list huh. but north, now I am. north dakota switched over to that this past i think two years ago maybe so just make sure you, you bring have a the... real ID, right, Mark? I do. I got the brand new Virginia one. Oh, yeah. fancy. Although it didn't scan at the airport, which was strange. The dude kept trying to scan it and scan it. I was like, I thought these were supposed to be easier. I thought these <laughs> were supposed to be like the standard now. Nah, you're over your credit limit. That was what it was. Uh, yeah. So you got to put money on the card. That's it. It's like, a phone... it's like an old phone card. Yes. Uh... I forgot all about those. <laughs> right. You ran out of data. That's why I wouldn't scan. It's like I did during my first uh, divorce years. Was uh, doing the doing the show via uh, uh, phone phone card. That was good times. It's a good thing you were making twenty five thousand dollars a year off the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck, if only, if only that I can move it. <laughs> will. Uh, all right, let's get to some injury. We got some injuries. Oh, fucking hell! That we means got I have music for it's it. It's August, and we have injury news. That came in. Very that was a quick drop. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. I'll start with Jake Gensel. He has uh, had ankle surgery. He had uh, an unstable ankle most of last year. Tried it out in the Beauty League in the summer. Did not hold up, so he went the surgery route. He's going to be out at least... 12 weeks for your penguins. Um, Isaac Lundstrom of the Anaheim Ducks uh, tore his Achilles. Oof. He is Ouch. out until January at least. So the Ducks, uh, one of their young core, down and out for right now. And Ryan Ellis, the hockey player, not the race car driver. Uh, his career looks to be ended after his uh, psoas syndrome injury which is uh, a, a muscle in the back that wraps around to your pelvis and affects your uh, mobility. So not great. Not great, Bob. So 
Well, now we're down to one Ryan Ellis, and he's the race car driver, and he's looking for sponsors. So go ahead and find, Sounds all right. <laughs> find his Facebook page. He just got a new deal for 2024, uh, but he's looking for sponsors for Watkins Glen. So go get him, kid. Such a good race. Good race. Love the Glen. Hey, Patreon. We got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Uh, you give us con- contributions, and we give you content sometimes. Uh, well, every week you get the video show if you pay at least a dollar. Uh, you get five dollar. If you give five dollars, you get a. You don't get a foot long. You get. Uh, you get to pick a segment, which we're going to do here in a minute. Uh, you get to get some audio extras. You get video extras. You get all kinds of fun stuff. And until the end of this month, August thirty first, if you get in at least with a dollar, you'll be in the raffle for our uh, diecast of the aforementioned Ryan Ellis. We sponsored his car back in the day, and we have uh, one of his uh, diecasts up for sale. So or up for raffle. So you get a raffle ticket. We do the thing. If you win, huzzah. You give a dollar, you get a dollar. Uh, you get one entry. You get five dollars, you get five entries. That's math, baby. Uh, Patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. You can be like uh, Cloudy and Tyler and Jerome and Pat and Jeff and Kevin and Matthew and Mark and Ethan and Trista and Chris and Rob and Sean. They contribute it. So can you. Patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. All the money goes into someone's pockets. Who's? Probably Uncle Sam's in the end of the day. Let's be honest here. Which, by the way, I hope they fucking pass that thing about uh, you have to sell more than X amount of $30,000 worth of stuff before you get taxed because fucking my eBay bill is out of control selling shit this year. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't sold any much in a while, but man, it was like my 90 day total was up to 1000 Like, yeah, we're going to, the, the government's like, yeah, we're going to drop it down to 600 bucks. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm done. Got to get taxed on that shit now. Cool. Anyway, here we are. Uh, we had a we had a dual winner this week. One we'll talk to Lyle about. Uh, this one we'll talk about the the realignment in college sports. Mm. I mean, of course, when you think ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, you think Washington State and Oregon State. Obviously. When you think the Big Ten, you think Oregon. You think UCLA. I think USC. I think they're going to the I Big also 10. love that there's like 18 teams in the Big 10 now. Right? Yeah. So the Pac the Pac 12 is now dead. Every other sport is now suffering because football decided we want more money in this place. So soccer teams from Oregon are going to have in uh, in division or in conference play uh against teams from Rutgers. So that's always a fun time. I can't. I can't wait for the Rutgers Oregon's women's soccer match, with two tired schools just fucking playing like South Dakota. Meet in the middle. How does this? Af- how does this affect hockey? Not much. Not really much. Big Ten still stays the same, though the prospect of the Oregon Ducks possibly, maybe, possibly moving to Big Ten D one hockey. That'd be interesting. Love to see the jerseys they have there. Pretty fancy already in ACHA. Um, they should have an exclusive color. I think so. Exclusive, exclusive green, Nike green. Uh, Arizona State. They don't get affected by the move, even though everyone else is switching conferences because they're going to a conference that doesn't have hockey. They'll stay in the NCHC. But boy, when you look at these uh, this college realignment, think of the schools that could have hockey now. Think of all these schools that could have hockey. None of them. None of them are going to have hockey, except maybe Oregon. But in the grand scope of things, what do you boys think about this fun college realignment that's going on right before our eyes? 
I'm trying to figure out at what point all of these tiny leagues stop existing and the NCAA is just one big league of regional conferences. I mean, that's what it was before All the conferences were regional at one point or another. Well, it was. Yeah, but it was owned by like the conference themselves. It wasn't owned by the NCAA. Right. Like the ACC was was Midwest Atlantic Coast Conference, but it was owned by the ACC. Like it wasn't like the NCAA could be like, eh, we're just going to take a shit ton of money and spread it out about all y'all. So you don't have to worry about bringing Pac-12 teams into the ACC, right? <laughs> or the Big Ten, <laughs> or like Maryland leaving the Big Ten. Like, I don't know. I feel like the money in college sports has gotten out of control. It's and, probably been out of control. Well, I think, and it's only for like two sports. It's for football and basketball, let's be honest. And mostly football. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. But it affects all the sports. Unfortunate. It like is. tennis. Right. And, and and rugby. Rugby. Because that's a division. I think that's a varsity sport now. I don't know. I don't get it. I, uh, I'm i very happy that I stopped refereeing soccer. <laughs> right? Just to throw that out there. Jesus. Like, I couldn't have imagined the trip to the West Coast to referee a Big Ten game. <laughs> when I was refereeing in Big Ten, <laughs> Big Ten and ACC sports. All right, so, uh, Pitanzo, you got this ACC game. You got NC State, but they're going to be on the road. Uh, they're taking on uh, Stanford. So you're going to have to go out to Stanford and referee this game. That'd yeah, be, that'd I be good. <laughs> Fun. That'd be absolutely nuts. But I mean, um, I, I guess I guess the good thing about and the, how this pertains to hockey, college hockey, uh, only the Big Ten is big enough of a uh, conference to have hockey. Everything else is, like, fractured into their own little hockey-only conferences. Yeah, that's what I thought anyway. Like, most of the conferences were just hockey. Yeah. The only one that's not is, uh, yeah, the Big Ten. Everything else, CCHA, ECHA, Atlantic Hockey, uh, independent schools, Hockey East, NCHA. Wow, is that is that really? They only have uh, six conferences. All right, fine then. See if I care. That's how it should be. And you fracture every. You have everyone else because there's no teams west of St. Louis, except for or sorry, no teams west of uh, uh, North Dakota except for the Colorado schools and Arizona State. So three teams, or no, four teams because Air Force is in Colorado. I forgot about that. But. All right, now that doesn't make sense now. Air Force in Colorado plays in Atlantic hockey. That doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Oh, well, can you do? Here we are as a people. So there you go. Not much discourse. I mean, of course, we'll see what Tennessee State does, where they'll go when they finally get into uh, varsity in 2026. So that'll be very interesting to see. But by and large, I hope I hope to see an Oregon get bumped up to... NCAA uh, to have them in the Big Ten and just see the travel craziness that goes on with that, just for chaos. So I'd still, I'd still love to see college education and sports not be so closely linked together. I would prefer 
that if a, a if an Alabama football team, I think we talked about this before, that, that it doesn't necessarily have to be kids that go to Alabama. It could be an Alabama-sponsored junior team, right? So you go to the college, you can still cheer for the team, but the, the team is actually, you know, made up of kids that got recruited, not necessarily with a requirement to go to school there. They don't have to go, go to school anywhere. It's just like junior college or junior in, in, um, in Canada for, for okay. hockey, right? They get their education, but they get it differently. So it, I think it's stupid to, I mean, and they're never going to change it, obviously. You want, the them, you want them to funny, right? French? The big money stuff like basketball and football just separate the the business from the school. And then you can have your business. You can make money off the kids. Now the kids can make their own money off the nil deals. But, like, there's no reason for, uh, you know, a kid to go that to have to go to Stanford because they got recruited to play basketball there. And then now he has to go to classes there. Like, no, whatever, man. Just come play basketball. That's why we want you here. So franchise out the name and then let them go. Yeah, and just make it a, a professional sports franchise, essentially. I like that. Mm. I like that. And what then, happens then you, when you want to move the Coyotes out of Arizona? <laughs> well, that's that's never going to happen, obviously. Obviously. We'll talk about that. Arizona's, I mean, there has to be a threshold, I guess. You'd have to have leagues again. There'd yeah. probably be like a premier league for football, well, at, right? At, at, this, at this point, at this point, why not just have football be its own entity and it doesn't affect any other sport because it's fucking over a lot of Yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking yeah. about. Like just have them be you know, you got your Alabama, Auburn, right? You got whoever LSU, whoever's gonna be your top tier, put them in a, a league of thirty teams, let them play against each other every year mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, Ooh. have let them have their own championship, yeah. and then have the next tier down. They play each other every year in some capacity. In East and West League, they so make less introduce money. relegation as well. Yeah, it's a like... premiership for exactly. for football. I like it. That that'll put things more invested. I like that. Can you imagine the like worst football team in the Premier League of college football gets relegated down to Division Two? Yeah, <laughs> be great. Like, and then you have an east and west, or you know, four divisions geographically as best as you can do, and then they play each other. You know, that just make it more logical than it is now. And then you, you don't get the cupcake games that everybody complains about. You don't get, you know, different teams have different amounts of games for some reason. Like what the fuck? Right. Like it's a set schedule. Everybody makes their TV money. The Premier League has its own TV deal. You know, you don't have a million college football games. I mean, I guess you can because all the other lower-level college teams. You know, anything that's not a quote-unquote professional, right, that doesn't separate out is just a club team, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Everybody can play on their club team. Then you, you then it is players that actually go to that school that are playing, but that it's you know it's not funded the same way. So everybody's not relying on football and basketball money to like do their thing, even though. You know, it should be. I guess everybody is relying on football and basketball money for the most part to, to pay for every other sport. Indeed. But anyway, that's my that's my take. Right. There you go. Let them make money. Let it not be so obtuse, right? Make it transparent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're this is just a business. It is. Yeah, it's now business. It's no. It's not about <laughs> student athletes anymore. It's about the business. Um. 
on the college tip, the Union College has announced a name change for its sports teams. Rather than being Dutch men and Dutch women, they are now the Garnet Chargers. Dutch. Oh, the Dutch Masters. I thought they that'd were going to be that'd been Dutch great. Masters. No, Garnet mm. Chargers. Um, they you, must hate the Dutch. They, yeah. Well, they didn't want to offend the Dutch anymore, I think is what it was. So uh, the Their colors weren't even orange, so that's probably one reason. Yeah, that probably doesn't help. Uh, the color Garnet's been the school official color since the 1800s. Uh, the moniker Dutchman was originally coined by local newspaper writers in the early 1900s, which was a common way many teams got their uh, their names came about. The Charger now a uh, homage to the history of the school's home area for companies that pioneered electrical advancements up there in Union. So there you go. No, fare thee well, Dutchman and Dutch women. And you are now the Garnet Chargers. Garnet. Chargers. So we welcome You're named you after cars. Exactly. Hi, Lyle. Lyle is in here. Hey, guys. As we welcome get... back, Johnny. Yeah, Thanks. Don't I came home. Did, did did your bags uh, catch up with you? Thanks at for long listening. Last? The first half hour of the show. Uh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Eight days later, I got uh, clothes and such. They did all make it home with me as well. So good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My European adventure. Exactly. <laughs> Some... He was nude for half of it, ladies and gentlemen. Nude, I tell you. He was going to do that. He's going to be that anyway. Let's yeah. be honest here. Um, now that... he, went, he, went, he, went, he went to Greece to see the sights. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't he realize he'd again. become a sight. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Great, Dan. Uh huh. Uh, looks like you had a good time, though, bud. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. With or without clothes. Right, exactly. Just taking it, taking it by the Mediterranean Sea and washing your clothes every day. <laughs> ah, this is terrible. Like the pilgrims, right? Wait, what? Yeah. I will say this: this is this is uh, this whole experience kind of makes you appreciate that you do have a very well-paying job uh, mm-hmm. that, that uh, you can, you know, buy three-dollar Osman inhalers from the Greeks. I, I like I like the fact you had a tracker in one of your bags. I have trackers in most of my bags now. Yeah. As you should. Yeah, the the air tag has become a uh and I I mean I, I just have Apple because that's what my phone is. Right. But the the trackers have become a mainstay for anyone who travels. I would highly, highly recommend having trackers in things when you travel. Right. Especially children. Put your tags <laughs> on your well, kids so you don't lose them in the airport mark. Those are microchips. <laughs> uh some fun news out of Arizona, as it was confirmed that the Coyotes' owner, chairman, and governor, Alex Murillo, has executed a letter of intent to purchase a parcel of land in Mesa, Arizona, for a potential site for a sports arena and entertainment district for the Coyotes. Boy, howdy, we're ready to go. But not just any kind of... of sports and, and, and entertainment district. Privately, the first privately funded. funded. Because they're privately like... Privately funded. They're... In other words, they tried to get money uh, from Tempe, and Tempe like, nah, screw you, hippie. That's not how we roll. And so they decided, okay, I guess I'm going to have to... If we're going to do this, I'm going to have to uh, pay pay my own freight here. So Screw yeah. you, taxpayers. So Yeah. Uh... I'll show you. <laughs> exactly. Of course, the one the the bills were uh, during this general election uh, only forced on that, and that was a big rigmarole because the Coyotes didn't do jack shit to promote their side of things, and the other side Ugh. confused the voters. 
in a way that uh, now they just have a landfill sitting there rather than a landfill of a team. So I guess it's a push. Yeah. Also, Kyle Dubis takes over officially the GM role of the Pittsburgh Penguins. For a while there was touch and go, and then we realized, oh, yeah, no, he is the brain of the operation. And he said, hey, guys, listen, because I've got this, I'm going to swing a deal. Uh, now we have Eric Carlson. So Eric Carlson now a uh, Pittsburgh Penguin in a three-team three uh, three-way three dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so him, Dylan uh, Hamluck, and a third-round pick will uh, go from the Sharks to the Penguins for Michael Granlin, Jan Ruda, and a 2024 first rounder, which is top 10 protected. The Montreal Canadiens get swung into this deal, getting Petrie, Jeff Petrie, getting the dish back, um, and Casey DeSmith and Nathan Laguerre, as well as a second round in 2025. Uh, also, Penguins get Rem Pitlick from the Canadiens. Sharks get Mike Hoffman. So the Mike Hoffman, Eric Carlson, you know, ships in the night. Will not be teammates again, which is a damn shame on that. Not that they were going to be beforehand, but um, yeah. Lyle, a lot, a lot of moving parts in this one. It's the biggest trade in Penguins history. Yes, I twelve assets swat changing hands in this one. It's the biggest trade in Penguins history. Kyle Dubas swinging for the fences, of course. Uh, this, for better, for worse, for good or ill, this move. This trade is going to define his legacy with the Pittsburgh Penguins. If it works out well, hell, if it just works out well enough that, you know, they're they're at least a, a playoff team every year and they can actually win a round or two, it'll be hailed as a success. If it doesn't work out, oh, he'll, he'll be run out of town faster than Ron Hextall. I was going to say, like, how, how much of a... I guess cushion does he have in this? Like, if it doesn't take the first year, does he get a second year for them? People oh, be like, okay, oh, of, of course, prove of me course. wrong, and, children. Prove yeah, me wrong. but uh, yeah, it, it, it like I said, nothing like making a, a, a big impact uh, right off the bat. He only been in the job barely two months, and whammo, you know. Uh, by the way, as an aside, him taking over as GM, everybody knew he was going to do that. Yeah, it was pretty much he was doing that anyway. Like. He, he couldn't. Well, he couldn't get his assistant GM, his former assistant GM, from the Leafs to to follow him to Pittsburgh. So it was just like, okay, fine, I'll I'll do this, which is what he wanted to do anyway. That's what he was he was angling for in Toronto, and uh, you know, Brendan Shanahan said, uh, no, that's my job, and he's just <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, what was surprising for me was the the Canadians jumping in on that. And not only jumping in on it, but this, it was another very tidy piece of business for Canadians GM, Kent Hughes. Um, He gets rid of Mike Hoffman's contract. Yeah, completely gone. Gets Jeff Petrie back uh, with about something like, uh, I don't know if it's twenty five percent or thirteen percent of his thirteen percent. Thirteen, yeah, because yeah, because it was uh, there's another player in there that they retained himself. But anyway, um, so yeah, they they get Petrie back uh, at a lower deal, which they can either keep for this this they can either keep him for this season, so they can trade him again. And don't laugh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
that's that was immediately all the talk coming out of Montreal was okay, yeah, they could keep him because he got two years left on his contract, or because now they've got him on a reduced amount, they could flip him, uh, retain half his salary, and get more assets back if they want to go that route. I mean, the, the same day, right after this trade hit, all the word coming out of Montreal was Petrie could be on the move again in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. Well, that would didn't have been happen. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it would have. It would have been fantastic. A lot of people thought that that Ken Hughes was. He's was, like, don't unpack your bags. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. no you're, don't, you're, don't, you're don't fly out here. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You, you don't need to come all the way out here. But it was still a very, very tidy piece of business because it uh, shed. You know, it, it. He got rid of a couple players he didn't need especially uh, with Hoffman, because he inherited Mike Hoffman uh, when he took over that job. So gets Petrie back. If, if he doesn't trade Petrie, they could definitely use him again on the blue line. So it helps that way. Um, but uh, the Sharks, I, I saw they kind of got roasted a bit in the press because they didn't get a, a big return back on this. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as all that because they get almost all of Eric Carlson's cap hit off their books for the next four years. They only retain, I think, 1.5 mil or something like that of his cap hit. Yeah. And they get a top 10 pick, or a, well, a top 10 protected uh, first round pick. And I, if, if if this trade works out and helps the Penguins like, like they're hoping it will, then they'll get that pick anyway. They won't need to push it ahead to 2025. But, uh, you know, they they really weren't in a very good position to move him. They this 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 was the unfortunate thing. Eric Carlson had his big bounce back season, heading toward a summer where the salary cap still flattened, with very few teams able to afford him. There was only two teams seriously in on him. One was Pittsburgh, and the other was Carolina. All this talk of oh well, Toronto might be in, and these other ones. Yeah, there were like three or four te- other teams that were kind of like oh well, yeah, what's the cost? Oh okay, thanks. Yeah, just checking. You know, all they did was kick tires. They weren't seriously interested. And we knew the Hurricanes were out of it when they signed Tony D'Angelo. That was it. Done. Done. Finito. They decided, no, we're not going to go that way. So, yeah, you know, the the Sharks had to move Carlson this summer. They didn't have very much leverage. So all things considered, I don't think the return is that horrible. Um, They also get they own a couple of serviceable, well, three really serviceable veterans in there with Granlin, with Hoffman and Rudda. Yeah, they've all, they're all past their best before date, but having those veterans in there will help, you know, for a season or two, buy some time for their younger players to develop. So it's not as bad as all that. I mean, ultimately, as I said uh, today, when I was writing about it, it's like, you know, time's going to tell. The next three to four years is going to determine who the real winners and losers of this trade is. Yes, you can say in the immediate thing, yes, Pittsburgh got the best player in the deal. They're the winners. But, you know, time time's going to tell. Time will tell because P- Pittsburgh making that move, they actually, though, kind of sacrificed some depth out of their the lower part of their defense core. So it's going to hurt their penalty killing because Petrie and uh, Rudder aren't going to be there. You know, now you've got Chad Ruedel and, um, you know, couple of other guys in there, uh, 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 Mark Friedman, who spent half of last season in the minors. Uh, Dan Kingerski of uh, the, of the uh, Pittsburgh Hockey Now made a great point. He said, you know, if if uh, Latang or Carlson end up 
getting injured. And given their history, that's a good possibility. Chad Ruedel becomes a top four blue liner. And Mark Friedman becomes your third pairing on the right side. That's not a position you want to be in. Okay. It's like, seriously, Dubas, you're not done. You're going to have to go out and get yourself a low cost, if you can, a low cost uh, experienced defenseman to shore up that right side, or this is going to really hurt you um, at some point during the season. It's going to hurt your penalty, penalty killing for sure. I mean, it's not, it doesn't mean that the blue line sucks, obviously. It's going to be very high octane, lots of offense coming from the defense core, but somebody back there has got to kill penalties, and it ain't going to be Eric Carlson. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, very interesting to see what happens in mm-hmm. Penguin land as well. I don't think any of us were surprised that he wound up going to Pittsburgh. We were all expecting it was just a matter of when and what, how much. What and yeah, what what third team's going to be involved? Well, yeah, exactly. We knew that was going to happen. Again, that was the only surprise was Montreal jumping in there, but. Again, with Ken Hughes, it's all about, okay, how can I work this to my advantage? Hmm. <laughs> what can I do now? Yes. Um, uh, to the rivalry side, Tom, Tom Wilson signing a deal. Tommy Wilson. Mark's there scratching. Uh, Tommy Wilson, new deal. Uh, mm. Seven-year contract. He's going to be there for the long haul with your Washington Capitals. Uh, what was the money on that? What is the money on that? Over seven mil a season. Six and eh? a half. Six and a half. Close Six and a half seven. cap hit. Yep. Yep. Decent cap hit through the end of 2030 and 31. What say you about this one? I think, you know, the part of, he's going to be the big part of the younger core once all these other old guys get shipped off, so. <laughs> he's also an old guy himself or cruising yeah. up toward it. I mean, he's what, 28, 29, 29 now? 29. 29. So that deal carries him through to at least 36. Yep. Uh, I don't mind it for the first half of that contract. It's just, again, it's, it's the latter years of that because now by the time you get into his mid-30s, he's been, he, you know, his style of play, he's going to be banged up a lot. So, you know, but... It was understandable why they did it. They didn't want to let this guy go. Right. Uh, you got to still keep Ovi happy for another couple of years. He doesn't want to start seeing a steady parade of the core guys heading on out the door. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, not a lot of people. That, that contract, though, if you're not a Capitals fan, uh, a lot of people are criticizing it, saying that's not going to age well. And I can't say that I disagree. I understand why they did it. I think it's going to help work out well for the first three, four seasons. I think it's going to be fine. But it's going to be those last three seasons that uh, could get worrying. Oh yeah, no, I think well, we kind of well within our knowledge knew that that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I didn't I didn't anticipate that I, w- I would get uh, any protests from you guys when, when I made mention of that. So I noticed you're all staying kind of quiet. So I don't think anybody's really disagreeing with me here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I immediately got texts from some of my other some of my non-caps fans about that. Mm. I'm not, I, I, you know, at some point after Ovechkin retires, you're going to need a face of the franchise. I imagine he'd become the captain because when Ovechkin leaves, Backstrom's gone. Kuznetsov's yeah. probably going to go. Carlson's probably going to go. Oshie's probably going to go. And on top of all that, you're going to need to spend money on somebody to get you to the cap for. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> what's six and a half million dollars over seven years? 
you well, know, yeah. Ovechkin and after you're done paying all your superstars because they all left or retired. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and the cap is going to be jumping considerably over the next, yeah. you know, I mean, barring another pandemic. I have a new you know. cap. There we, hey, there we go. I got one like that. Cool. Yeah. Looks mm-hmm. good, man. Thanks. That that's the Greek tourist. Here, here's the it thing. Is. Well, there's not. It's it totally. Well, it was, <laughs> it was the only hat that kept me from burning my nose. Well, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's all, well, I, that's I, seriously, fuck. that's the reason why I have one like that too. Because that was the end of my nose, man. That, brim, that brim still might not be long enough, John. It might oh, not be long enough. Oh, wow. Nose. But also, a couple things missing here. One, no buttons on the shirt that you can button down halfway. Not enough gold chains. So we gotta. Uh, I have this one. I have a silver chain. Oh, perfect. Oh, there, there we go. go. That see now that looks well, better. Now you now you're halfway now there. We're looking see? good. <laughs> now you're talking oh. about Uzo. Yeah. <laughs> He's so. living on a prayer. Yeah. But yeah, Tommy Wilson resigned. Everyone's happy. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So we now know that Connor McDavid's not going to go anywhere for the rest of his career. He's an Edmonton Oiler for life. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact. That now Jeff Jackson, his agent, is the CEO yeah. of hockey operations in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So now, if 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 things don't go, things it's all Jeff Jackson's fault. It's not Connor exactly. McDavid, it's Connor Blame McDavid's fault. But this is this is continuing a trend, though, Scotty, because we're starting to see more player agents going into front office mm-hmm. roles now. Yeah, you because know. Kent Hughes is doing shit that's actually correct, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. People are going. We want that because that's how the NHL rolls. It's like, wait a minute. They hired a player agent and he's doing great. <laughs> yeah, we want him. Bring in Connor McDavid's guy. Yeah, that exactly. way that way we can ensure he never leaves. Yes. Papri San becomes the comes the uh new uh I was gonna say new GM for the pe- uh, penguins, but now that's filled, so that doesn't matter. That, that that role is Damn. filled. Yeah. Give it, on, I'll give it four years. As I said, if this if this uh, the thing for Dubas doesn't work out as planned, four years time, yeah, they'll they'll be Gonzo in a player agent will be in there. Maybe Pat Brisson by then. I mean, they're gonna need a goalie at some point. Yeah, so. that's true. Jesus, I, I, I that's the other thing too, man. Like <laughs> Kyle Dubas, he has this blind spot with goaltenders. It's just like, yeah, as long as he can put pads on him, stand him up there, he'll be fine. Yeah. He, he he could put a shooter tutor in there for a whole season and get away with it. He would, you know. I saw a robot goalie. Yeah, I'm sure he could probably look at one of those and go, "Get me one of those. Make it a little more lifelike. We'll we'll be able to get away with it." You know, because I mean, he, he never seemed to have a starting goalie in Toronto. You know, when he when he went after one, he went after one that was that he knew from back in the Sioux a decade ago, who has an injury history now and now can't play. And what does he do when his first order of business when he gets to Pittsburgh is he resigns Tristan Jerry, who was pretty much the whipping boy of Penguins fans and media all season long. They're not convinced that he can be a starting goaltender in this league. And so what does he do? Double down on it. Not only do I believe in him, here's a five-year contract with a modified no-trade clause. And I'm going to trade your backup. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and I'm trading your backup. Yeah, exactly. Well, he did bring in the – well, to be fair, I mean, to be fair, he did bring in Najelkovic, though, you know, who who had like a, a good half season with Carolina and hasn't followed up on that since. And uh, a couple of other um, kind of kind of sort of promising goalies, but man, like he just 
he 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 great at going after the shiny things out there you know, on defense or on his forward lines, but when it comes to goaltending, no, you know, weird. It's the weird. I've never seen a GM with such a big blind spot for one position, like like Kyle Dubas. Yeah. When, when did when did Kyle Dubas work in uh, Edmonton then? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Really. Oh my God. Ugh. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Mark Dill. He's, oh, he's, he's going to get more out get of the another fridge. Drink? Another Go drink? Another drink? Yeah, the fridge is oh, right shit. under there. It's there always, there it's always is. underneath of the TV. That's right. Yes. Yes. Didn't look like it. It looked just like another cabinet. Look at that. I mean, <laughs> it's smart, though. They hid the fridge inside a cabinet. Love exactly. it. Exactly. Where are you, Mark, by the way? I meant to ask. I'm back in Norfolk. Oh, God. Technically Hampton, Virginia. Norfolk adjacent. Uh, you're in a Hampton? Oh, are you in a Hampton? Are you in a Hampton now? Southampton. Oh. Southampton. I've stayed in Hampton, so the Motel 6 of the Holiday Inn chain. A Southampton? <laughs> Southampton. Are you trying to find James Ward Prowse? Yes. There's a, there's a party going on at the pool outside. Going to go join so, it? I don't know if you can hear the background noise here, but, uh, but yeah. Going, ah. going wild out there. Nice. Hampton gone wild. Hampton going crazy. <laughs> Nah, not enough gunshots for Hampton Gone Wild. Uh, from what I've heard, what, from from yeah. stories I've heard. So I, I did wander up. There's a couple uh, like bars uh, about a block from the hotel I'm staying at this time around, and uh, I walked into two of them and immediately turned back around. And, mm. and you, you can you can get that vibe right away. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like people were enjoying themselves themselves and. You know, it wasn't an atmosphere that necessarily, like, I felt like I was not in a place that I couldn't the stick around and have a beer. The record stopped and everybody turned around and looked at the yeah. two guys but walked but in. It is, it is one of those atmospheres where you're like, it doesn't look like they washed their glasses. Like, it just, oh, you, just no. you could just tell that oh, no. the, like, don't take, take, it was a, a super dive bar. Uh, were they were they selling things called Dagos that they pawned off as a sandwiches? <laughs> No? No Dagos. No, no Dagos. Well, that's probably why you shouldn't have went in. Uh, yeah, well, hey. yeah, there was a sign outside that said no Dagos. There was, but there, there was one Italian guy in, but once the second one came in, nah, we got to get out of here. We're only allowed one. Yeah, you can only have corner. one. That's once it becomes plural, you're out. Exactly. Oh, I did watch the Super Mario Brothers movie on the way home. That was well. good, right? Was like, not good. I mean, not bad. It was good. <laughs> not great. You it were right good. the first time. Not it was good. good. I like how they, uh, I like how they incorporated a bunch of different Mario stuff into the one movie, as well. Yeah, like it's how, good. The, yeah, like Mario Kart and yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. And they introduced Yoshi, but not really. Yeah. So that they, so that they brought in the the ability to make a second one. Better Mario Brothers, the the one that with Chris Pratt or the one with uh, John Leguizamo as Luigi. Hmm. <laughs> Hold on, did I watch two? I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3 on the way home as well. Did I watch two Chris Pratt movies on the way home? Yeah, you sure did, buddy. Sure did. Chris Pratt guy. (laughs) Big Chris Pratt guy you are. Holy crap. And then I watched watched the best goals of the Premier League 2022-2023. Chris Pratt narrated that. Oh, my God. He probably did. Oh, no. And then I watched a a documentary on the... uh, England women's team winning the Euros. Also narrated by Chris Pratt. 
Uh, more than likely, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't notice. He was just throwing different voices the whole time. Yeah. Now that's a lie. We heard his Mario voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a me, Chris Pratt Mario. Uh. <laughs> and Charlie Day was Luigi. Was he? Charlie Day. Yeah. Oh. And uh, obviously Jack Black was Bowser. I don't know who Peach was, though. I should look that up. Obviously Jack Black. I uh, I did laugh audibly out loud when uh, Mario shows up at Peach's castle and the guards out front go, I don't know, maybe she's in another castle. <laughs> I, just, I just started cracking up. I was they like, oh, this some, is so good. <laughs> they did have some good adult jokes in that. I, I was, you know, I took Hudson to go see it and uh, and he enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. it was, it's a good one-time watch, yeah. especially with the kids. It's not something you're going to want to watch over and over again. No. 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 All right. Well, what do we have to look forward to now? We're in August. Oh, my Lord. What's going on? Yeah. Now, what do we have to look forward? now the most exciting thing is, uh, you know, my traffic, by the way, from my site for those two days, the day of the trade and the day afterward, just Spiked up into early July numbers, and so it was so disheartening today to see them come plummeting back down. <laughs> it's just like, Ugh. um, there's there's really not a lot. The free agent market's been pretty much picked clean. I mean, the most exciting news today was uh, Martin Jones getting signed by the Leafs as a third goalie. We boy, that'll fix your problems. Um, there's really yeah, because there's really not very much uh, left in the market right now. Um, yeah, Patrick King's still there, but of course he's recovering from hip surgery and he's not making a decision where he's going to sign till December. So, hey, that'll give us some excitement when Christmas rolls around. That'll nice distraction from all the hockey actually going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, you can mark your calendars at, uh, you know, uh, NHL training camps open on the 21st of September and preseason starts on the 25th. Yay! Oh, the Black Bears have already started by then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Black Bears will all be a the, month all, in. Oh, Quebec Major Junior will start. We'll be a go, yeah. on, the, on the go by then, too. It's like, yeah, 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 okay, whatever. Waste me when it's over. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's still... So, there's September still, ends. Yes, wake me up when September ends, yes. Um, there's still there's still some decent names left in the in the, in the the trademark. I mean, the Flames are still waiting to find out what Elijah Lindholm wants to do. Uh, with Eric Carlson now off the trade market, maybe some teams that had some interest in, uh, you know, Noah Hannafin and the Flames, maybe that gets rekindled. Um, you know, but uh, right now the trade market's pretty much dried up. I mean, you got Connor Hellebuck, you know, a Vezina Trophy finalist. Yeah, that was hot for a while. Yeah, but the market dried up for goaltenders yeah. right now. It's just like, so now, I mean, even like the Winnipeg media is saying, well, maybe they can move him in midseason if they're out of the playoffs by then and get something decent. You know, Mark Shifley, there's been like radio silence, nothing. Nobody knows what's going on with him at all, which means he learned his lesson from a year ago when mm-hmm. he kind of grumbled to the media about, yeah, he's going to look out for himself. And everybody said, well, that's it. He wants out. He wants out. It's just like, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. You said you were looking after yourself. So he's just shut up and not said anything. He learned his lesson. <laughs> but other than that, um, I mean, because arbitration's done now. So, you know, you hear the odd person mention, well, maybe a uh, team should try and offer sheet the Oilers' uh, Evan Bouchard. That's not going to happen. If that was going to happen, it would have happened well before now. 
mm-hmm. because again, there are too few teams with with the, you know, too many teams. I'm sorry, with too little cap space, and the teams that do have the cap space to do an offer sheet. They got half of them have their own players to still to resign, so they're not going to be wasting time. Um, yeah, it's 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 likely to be kind of quiet. Uh, you know, it could be proven wrong here over the next uh, few weeks. But now that you know the biggest name is off the trade block, uh, you know things could kind of quiet down for a while. Mm. We were let's face it, we were kind of trending that way anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Carlson was the only real news that was going on there for the past couple of weeks. So and then we got our dopamine, and now we got fuck all for the next few. Yeah, weeks. now we got withdrawal. Just dopes. Just, yeah, uh, just bah, 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 dopes. Bah, bah. Yeah. Well, shit, Lyle. If we don't have anything else to talk about, we could always do a doku. Lyle, we got three grids now. Heyo. What the hell has gone on since I left the country? Brother, there's three grids now. Mm. <clears throat> yes, there are. Yes, there are. Uh, Two uh, of them I use as practice ones because Puck Doku is still the gold standard yes. for me. We will start heard, We will start with a new one. I yep. heard that there are national teams now as well. Yep. So, and then we're going to start with this. It's called... Oh, 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 jeez. Okay. Two of these. Okay. Uh, two of these ones of our... I did not do Puck Doku today, just so you know, because I knew it was All Wednesday. Right. Which I one did you I do? I didn't even look at it. Uh, the other two, I didn't know you were going to do those today, so I, I, I may get some of these. Okay? Did you, which Just... ones did you do so we know? Sounds great. It doesn't oh, which, matter. Which, oh, well, pull them up and I'll let you know. All right. Well, I did the Immaculate Grid today. All right. So we're going to start with Crossover. And I did that one, too. All right. Well, so Crossover well, Grid I, is listen, here. Listen, I, I haven't pulled I don't, I didn't pull them up, so let's see how I do here. Yeah, I'm just perfect. saying. I, I already did those yeah, two, yeah, yeah, so, sure. so we'll see how good your memory is. All right. So across the top, we got Blues, Predators, 20-plus goals in the playoffs. Down the side, Coyotes, Canucks, and Born in Sweden. Born in Sweden. Born in Sweden. So that's actually kind of interesting that they force you to know what country's flag that is. Yes, that's, that uh, is true. And, and full props to Crossover Grid for at least using the team logos. Yes, absolutely. Immaculate Grid can fuck right off. <laughs> All right, Johnny, welcome back. We'll throw you into the Hi. deep end. Throw you the wolves, buddy. Which one do you want? Oof. Um, I feel like Coyotes 20 plus goals in playoffs can only be Shane Doan. Shane Doan. Uh, womp womp. Remember, so the Coyotes history comes from Winnipeg, correct? True. Should we start yeah. over? Let's start over and get our nine guests uh, back. Over. Well, that's weird. Yeah. All right. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. You then. can go back. You can go back to yeah. If a team relocated, you can use the stats from them from their previous Some location. Previous yeah, thing. players in the previous one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, this is why I don't start. And okay. it didn't have. Yeah, they only had to play for the Coyotes, not get twenty goals with the Coyotes. Correct. 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 Yeah. Oh. You could have played. So for, this is yeah. career. Not in a, uh, in a playoff I, series. I'm the only one. I, I kind of play like myself. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm, I play that. it as a stickler myself. That it's sure. like, oh, they were only just with that team. But it had no, to be, the rules yeah. are you can do it with, with any team. Yeah. As long as it doesn't say season. Yes. It just says playoff. Those things just have to be true. Yes. 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 Okay. Mm. All right. Mark, we'll start with you now in this nine guesses. Right. We Nick got our nine Backstrom, guesses bottom back. Bottom right corner. Nick Backstrom, bottom right corner. Bottom, bottom right corner. Boom. Now, which Nick Baxter? <laughs> Careful now. The top one. There you go. There it is. 3%. There it is. 3%. Johnny, we'll go back to you now. We, you know the game. 
Okay. Um, then Coyotes and 20-plus goals in playoffs, if they don't have to be with the Coyotes, can be uh, Jeremy Roenick. He's good. Hey, Big old JR. You go. Just that easy. All right. Lyle, do you want to bop in on this one? Uh, I got to see how – okay, I got to try and see how good my memory is here on this one. Um, memory. Hmm. I could go for chalk with the Canucks. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have rules with ours. We yeah, just no, say, we just yeah, yeah. Um, we're, not, we're, not, we're not using Scotty's rules of I need okay. the lowest. Well, this is just a right. this, this is the warm up one anyway. So, uh, uh, okay, Tarzan, what do you got? <laughs> um, Canucks 20 plus goals in the playoffs. Ah, oh God, I'm freezing. I'm freezing up here. Uh, Henrik Sedin. Pick one. Pick a Sedin, any Sedin. Any Sedin, I won't look. Yeah. I right. was going to say Stan Schmiel, but I'm not too confident in that one right that's now. That's a good point. That's a good, that's a good, you know, safe guess. Safe guesses, baby. Got to go with the safe one here. We're going for the Immaculate Green. Back to Mark. Coyotes, Blues, Keith Kachuk. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Keith Kachuk. There we go. There we go. Johnny. So Canucks, Blues. Um, fuck. It was the guy that shoots guns, and he got pissed off because everybody got pissed off of him because of his hunting. I don't think that was Bacchus, though. I think it was somebody else that I can't remember. I never remember this fucking guy's name, but I know that he played David for both Booth. Teams. David Booth, yes. David Booth. Yeah, that's it. David Booth. For some reason, I always think Bacchus, but it no, it wasn't him. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Not there. Not there. I thought he played for the Canucks. Uh, he did. He did, but he didn't play for the Blues. I guess he didn't play for the you Blues. You were thinking David Backus with the Blues because he played yeah. for the Blues. Um, but he never played for the Canucks. You literally so. got him. There we are. There we are. Fucking we did it. Hell. Uh, okay. I should have stayed in Europe. <laughs> uh, we have a whole European the, thing right here. I'm going with the Blues. Yeah, but I'm never good with those Norwegian countries. That's true. <laughs> it's true. It's fair. <laughs> They're so easy to miss tucked all the way down there. Uh, okay. Blues in Sweden. Uh-huh. Alex Steen. Steen. Oh, not Swedish. That's he right. Oh. No, I think Alexander Steen's Canadian. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my God, you're right. Son of a bitch, he was born in Winnipeg. Yep, sure was, bud. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, for... Yeah, I, honestly, I cheated. I, I definitely didn't. It's like fuck. Yeah, I was so confident on that. Played, yeah. played Sweden, played for Sweden. Thomas Steen, man. Fuck yeah. You. <laughs> so no, he's finished. <laughs> okay, there we go. Who's next? All right, Mark. Mark. All right, I'm gonna go Sweden and the uh, the Predators with Hampus Lindholm. No. No? No. All right. Where is he from? 
Oh, he's Swedish, but he never no, played he never, for the Predators. No. He did not play for the Predators, seriously. Played for the Ducks and then the Bruins. Damn. Yep. Sorry, I didn't mean to step all over you, but just... No, it's I fine. already fucked one up. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> Should have let him. Y'all would have fucked up at least one. I started this trend. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any other ones, so... All right. Who, all right, open grid. Who we got? Uh, Three guesses left. Five squares. Okay. Uh, Sweden, Predators, Matthias Ekholm. There we go. There we go. Okay. Two guesses right. left. Two guesses left. Got Preds, Coyotes, Preds, Canucks, Blues, Canucks, Blues, born in Sweden. Nice. Yeah, I got all thrown off now. So. Yeah, now you're all, you're, <laughs> fucking Alex Steen really took you. No, oh, yeah, it really threw me. Yeah. Uh. Mm. Uh. Um. Canucks. Uh, oh, can, Mark. Oh, go ahead. Did uh, David Leguan ever play for the Coyotes? I do not think so. No. I don't think he did. I'm not sure. I, I think, think he. Heard... I think he was Predators and Red Wings. Yes, I believe you're yeah. correct. Um, okay, I was okay. I was gonna say uh, Canucks and Predators. Uh, Cliff Ronning. Yes, I want to say this grid was on Puck Duco a couple days ago because it looks very familiar. It looks. Very I don't know familiar. if it was or not. I'll tell you the truth, I don't think so. Because I guess Peter <laughs> Forsberg for one down here. So. Because he, yeah, he did play for them once yeah. too. He could have also gone with uh, Philip Forsberg in that All one too. All the Forsbergs. Uh, yeah. All right, last uh, one guess. Open grid. Who wants? It? Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, oh, oh. Oh, Mr. Mr. Kaya. Um, for the Blues uh -huh. and um, born in Sweden. Okay, let's see. In Inga Hammerstrom. I'm sorry, what? Inga Hammerstrom. Inge. E-I-N-G-E. Inge. H. Hammerstrom. It looks like it only searches on that There it is. There he is. There we go. 0.84%. Yes. There we go. There's all your wow. picks. Canucks. Who the fuck is the bald cunt in the Ryan middle Miller. of the top? I forgot, Ryan. Connor Ingram. C. Ingram? Connor Ingram. Connor Ingram. That's not even. That's a made-up person. That's not even a real guy. <laughs> no, he no, actually played for those. Played for those. Teams. Wow, I forgot that Ryan Miller played for the Blues. So did yeah. I. Yeah. Half a season. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a Puck Duco or Immaculate Grid because I do remember Blues Canucks when I picked Ryan Miller. Of course, in these games, there's only so many boxes you can get before we were getting in repeats well, too. Yeah. 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 All right. What does this okay. soccer one look like? Uh, probably the same thing. Let's see. There you go. I would oh, never get oh that is aggressive. My <laughs> God. Yeah, no And look at this there, one. No. I don't even know what some of those fucking logos and are. Look, and look at this no. one. Not from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, here's the weird part, though. That would actually, that would make a lot of sense if Barcelona and Real Madrid were on the other side. Right. But, like, how do you put Barcelona, Real Madrid, and not from Spain on the same, like, <laughs> axis of this thing? Uh, boy, I don't even know what the other three logos are though. Uh, that one's Valencia down here. Mm. Okay. Uh, copy, image search. Copy image address. 
Nothing. Just gives me just gives me a team name. All right, whatever. Okay. All right, let's go to Immaculate Grid for hockey. Yeah. Um, hey oh. Let's go to hockey. All right, so across the top, Coyotes, Edmonton Oilers, fifty plus assists in the season. So this is one where that has that person has to be on the team. Uh, and then Red Wings stars Avalanche down the side. So the fifty plus, they had to be a Detroit Red Wing when they got that fifty plus assist season. Season, yeah. Uh, Patanzos, one of you want to start it off or work together? Red Wings assists Nicholas Lindstrom. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a pay. Yeah. It's a good no pick. question there. Layup. Uh, other so people. avalanche assist, would that be uh, Peter Forsberg? That is a good guess. Kale McCarr would have would have gotten that Kale too. Kale McCarr yeah. probably would have gotten it too. Yeah, McCarr right. would have got it. McKinnon would have been another good one. Lyle, what do you? Uh, you Dallas Stars, uh, fifty plus assists. Uh, oh gee, uh, let me think. Mike Madano. Are you getting your facts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Mark. Back to you. Mm. Mm. Uh-huh. Coyotes, Oilers on the top. Red Wings, mm. Stars, Avalanche down the side. Mm. Um. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we started off so well. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you got the one that I thought would be most difficult for y'all. But you nailed it. I'm actually surprised coyotes Peter get, Anytime I see some of the coyotes in there, it throws you right away. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pass. All right, John. While I think about this. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like I should know somebody from Colorado Edmonton. Um. Just not sure that I do. Mm. I know. I think I know one guy. I know one really deep cut guy. Did Dan Cloutier ever play for the Oilers? He, he did not. No. Mm, I don't think so. No. Ah. Don't think so. Uh, Dan Cloutier never played for the Avalanche or Stars or Red Wings either. I don't think. Yeah. Well, no, he played for the Red Wings. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he played for the Red Wings. He played for the Red Wings briefly yeah. after his L.A. Kingston. Um, now I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw mine throw mine guessing here. Go for it. Because I haven't done the immaculate grid one today. Okay. I'm gonna go yeah. uh, nail Yakupov for Avalanche and Oilers. Oh yeah. There you go. That wow. smiling face. Andre Kovalenko would have worked in there too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yep. Uh, I I might not be of any help for the rest of this. No, I know, I know, I know. Coyotes and oh no, I don't know a Coyotes and Jets one. I do. One. I Go got ahead. one. What you got? Okay, this this one actually goes back to uh, the, uh, Winnipeg when they were Winnipeg Jets. Uh-huh. Uh Chris Draper. See, I was wondering if you ever played oh, a yeah. game for Winnipeg. Chris Draper. I yep. wonder if he ever played a game for Winnipeg, and he did. Six. Why does he not have a yes. photo? Where's because, his face? Because it's hockey reference. Coyotes, <laughs> Coyotes Avalanche, Team Islande. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a wonderful yeah. one. That's, yeah, right in there. That's yeah. beautiful. Nice one. Love that. 
Yeah. Love that for us. Mm. Uh. Mm. Um, oh, I know one. Can I jump in on one here? Uh, you want one, Lyle? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Who was next? It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's open grid. Oh, okay. It's open grid. Uh, Stars, Oilers, Andy Moog. Oh, that's a good one. I like the Andy Moog pick. <laughs> like me and Andy Moog pick. There it is. I'm and no go, picture. No Fuck picture sakes. for Andy Moog. I'm going to go deep cut on Coyotes and Stars. Okay. Daniel Berthune. Whoa. With a... Wow. Okay. Oh, four percent. Okay. Red Wings, Oilers to finish it off. Uh huh. Peter Klima. Oh, Peter Klima. All right. Pete. The late great Peter Klima. Beautiful. One twenty-seven. There we are. Hey, not bad. One twenty-seven. Nice score, boys. Good score, boys. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Average score five point five. <laughs> All right. So this one, Puck Doko, the. Uh, there we go. The gold standard. This I one is a special one. Day. It's okay. a special one because it was created by Sean McAdoo. Oh, okay. Down, Sean Leahy. Down goes it's just Brown. just teams that Brian Boyle played for. Yeah. Down, down goes Brown. This is the fucking Norris. This is the Norris division. Yep. It's the He's Maple- done a Norris division grid. Leafs, Stars, 200-plus pims oh. over top in a single season. Oh. Blues, Blackhawks, Red Wings down oh. the side. This is a good one. This is a good one. Okay. Okay. Patanzos, we will give you first first chalk. Red Wings, 200-plus pims, Stu Grimson. Ooh, that's a good one. Grim Reaper. Sorry. Oh, no Grim Reaper. Not for he the Red Wings. He didn't have 200-plus pims not in for, season? Not for the Red Wings. Not with the Red Wings, I guess. Oh. Fuck sakes. We can't even start well, over. These well, we can suck. keep. We can no, keep we, going. we can hold on. We we can keep going. We can, or we, we we can we can start over. Can't that we? was. I thought with Puck Duco you could keep going. I thought the Grim Reaper. You could keep definitely... going, but let's let's see if we can't get immaculate here with an incognito window. Um, oh. Okay. Nine shots left. Open board. You're not showing us the board, though. Oh, that's right. I can't in incognito, I guess. Because it's incognito. We uh, can't see AIDS. it. Oh, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Does. Let's just, I already fucked it up on yeah, the first shot. Let's just keep it going. We'll keep it rolling. Just, let's keep it rolling. Just, keep it going. just keep going. Ma'am, this is not easy. So then the the Blues in 200 plus season is not Bob Probert? No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. no he, I don't no, think he played for the Blues. The blues. <laughs> not for the Blues. No. Uh. No, if you want to go and put him Blackhawks. else, Blackhawks. Oh, Mark Who's Black? the? I thought he played for the Blues too, though. No, 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 no. Huh. All right, no. so where are we putting Bob Probert? Mark said put him with the Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Yeah. All right. Did he, he play for the, for the Red Wings too? Yes, he yes, did. Yes, he did. There we go. There you go. He played for them in the Red. Yep. Uh okay, my turn. Two hundred yep. pims for the uh the blues. There's so many good ones. I am going with the deep pull here, Steve Durbano. Wow. Steve Durbano. Two percent of people. Yes. Liking that one. That's good reach. Nineteen mm-hmm. seventies goon. There you go. He was a mean man, that guy. Mm-hmm. Let's go to uh Johnny P. I don't even know if I should play this game anymore. <laughs> ah, come on. Come on. <laughs> this one we can keep going, so we just keep don't going. Don't get going. discouraged, man. 
Oh, it's a fun game. Uh, um, uh, Ryan O'Reilly for Blues. There you go. There you go. There you go. O'Reilly. Yep. Auto parts. There you go. There you go. Back on the horse. There you are, buddy. Mark. Didn't we just have a Leafs Red Wings? And I completely forgot who we put there. <laughs> so, well, hey, whole new day, baby. Yep. Um, oh, no, we had Edmonton. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. I'm going to go maybe Shanahan for 200 Pims Red Wings. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Sorry. No. No. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Um, I'll get rid of that one. Uh, Red Wings, 200 pims, Joey Kosher. Nice. Good, 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 good. All right. So I had had Shanahan. He was blues in 200 pims. Oh, that's when he was was spicy. What's that, Johnny? Does that say 74%? 24. Oh. It's like, my God. See, down... um, listen, I'm as surprised as you are that Stu Grimson was not a 200-pim guy with the wings. Stu Grimson mm. was a 200-pim guy that. for the Blackhawks. Because that's, that's who was my Blackhawks pick was Stu Grimson, and I had Probert as chalk. Yeah, in the as chalk wings. there, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Who is up now? Uh, Johnny. I think it's me. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um... Leafs, uh, Leafs, Hawks, Leafs, Wings, Stars, Board, all the way through Blues, Hawks, and Wings. As the cars roll by. I feel like there should be some people in the original six era that played for like the Blackhawks and the Leafs, or the Blackhawks and the Leafs. There are. I know one old I don't one. Know any I know one old one, but I don't know the first name. And there was multiple of that last name, so that doesn't help me. Oh, that does Smith. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say this one was one of the harder ones I've done in the recent memory. I don't think this is right um, because I don't remember Robida playing for the Red Wings, but uh, that's the only thing that I have is like the Blues Red Wings. for the Blues Red Wings or Stars Red Wings? I'm, no, Stars Red Wings. Okay. No, he's not. No. I, I could have swore he was there late. Like it seems like mm. everyone. I thought he had. I thought he was there. Yeah. Like he said later, but uh, mm. I couldn't. He was definitely. Yeah, uh, he was definitely Dallas Stars. Yeah. He went. He went to Toronto too for a while. I don't even know if there was another team in there or not. Mark. No. Yeah. I'm still thinking. All right. But okay. I have nothing. So. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I am going to go uh, Leafs and Red Wings. Red Kelly. Red Rick Kelly. 5%. Good that. Nice. Johnny boy. Johnny, what do you no. got? Open grid. Open okay. grid. Uh, we'll go open skate here. Yeah, uh, you have the you have the Blackhawks Leafs, you said. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I said that. Uh, 
I will say uh, my get my guess of the my guess of this board was Alan Bester for Leafs and Red Wings at 0.4 percent. Whoa, nice deep pull there, yeah. Alan Bester, um, another absurd goalie Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Uh, Blues and Stars. Okay. Guy Carboneau. Guy Charbonneau. Carboneau. There we go. Charbonneau. Right there. All right. Keep, there. Let's keep going. Keep going. Let's keep keep going. going. Here we go. Only 1% for right. Charbonneau. Mark. Stars and Red Wings. Ron Tugnut. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. Yes to the Stars, not to the Red Wings. Okay. I'm going to make this easy then. Stars, uh, Red Wings, Mike Medano. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why didn't we think of that? Because I don't remember Mike Madonna <laughs> playing for the Red Wings. Yeah, it was it was like a a sixty game to remember. Um, all right, we got Leafs Hawks, uh, Stars Hawks. Okay, Leafs Leafs Hawks. Let's try Doug Gilmore. Yep, that's who I got. Dougie G, seven percent. Dougie G. Now we got mid mid pack. Here we go. It's just the free space. Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Blackhawks. Jim J. Bullock. Blackhawks stirs. Blackhawks stirs. Shit. Nikolai yeah. Hobby Bullen? No. No. Didn't play for the stars. Yeah, that's right. He didn't play for the stars. Ed Belfort? Thank you. There you go. There he is. There you go, Johnny. Beautiful. There we go. 161 uniqueness, 9 out of 13. That's not bad. Well, Pretty 161 decent. uniqueness. 17 for Eddie B. Good board. That's not bad. Good board, boys. Good board. We did all right, guys. We did, we did all right. We did all right. But Sean, I'm that not was, good at these games. That was Sean McAdoo. <laughs> says the guy who, who says the guy who finished the game with Ed Bell for. Right, yeah. yeah. Not good with these games. Yeah, but it's just a random goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until we get Flames yeah. and, and first-round pick and Leland Irving. Yeah, Leland up. Irving, yeah, you're all over that. Are. And they're like, he has no picture, and it says like <laughs> 0.0001%. All right, well, yeah. well hold on. Here, here's... It just comes up, and it says, what the fuck? Yeah, how? With a question mark. <laughs> it literally stops the game and just goes, how? <laughs> um, did he, yeah, he did play for the Flames. I thought he was one of those guys who got drafted and he just only got to the AHL level. <laughs> As a first-round pick. Right. All right. Well, well, I guess this is where we leave you after our 22nd birthday. I yeah. guess. Happy anniversary. Yeah. 2-2. Two, two. 23rd season. Jeez. Uh, 23rd season coming up. Man, it's hard to believe it's been that long, though. 22 years. Uh, let's see what, what anniversary it is mm -hmm. by Hallmark. Okay. 22nd anniversary, water. <laughs> the board is not thirsty. There we go. <laughs> water, and what we have to look forward to next year, you ask? Air. Yes. Air. 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 <gasps> so we'll all take a deep breath. Exactly. Not me. Yeah, no, John, not Johnny. No, Johnny will still be battling his... Battling his uh, allergies. Air. Come Air. on. Come on, man. Hey, don't feel bad, man. When the fall comes and the weather turns colder up here, that's when mine go. That's when my sinuses go haywire. So, fall and spring. 
There you Fall go. And spring. Middle of summer, middle of winter. Oh, the breathing the breathing's easy. And then <laughs> yeah. Well, months late October, early November rolls around and I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it happens. Yep. <clears throat> the struggle is real. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, Lyle, all the best. Hopefully we'll have some some news and stuff next week. Hopefully. At least we had some some stuff to talk about this week anyway. If not, we'll have to find more grid games. Well, there's three up to three now. Yeah, we're up to to three and we're ready to go. Yeah, so right now we're almost, uh, uh, you know, half game show Mm -hmm. for the the summer. Half game show night. Yeah. We'll oh to, well, we'll have to figure I'm out. Sorry. We'll have to figure out uh, what the hell's going to happen with this move, too. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's you guys got that coming up soon too. So, so two just moves. wait until it's like played for stars has Oyo. Right, exactly. <laughs> then we're good. Scotty's then we're good. like the mascot. Yeah, exactly. Played played for the Pittsburgh Penguins has hockey rookie card worth over ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Play plays for Penguins first edition starting lineup. All right, here we go. Let's go. fucking <laughs> let's go. There you are. Yeah. That's a that's deep the cut right there. That's the wheelhouse right there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cal- Calgary Flame on a pog. <laughs> <laughs> St. Louis Blue rated over 90 in EA Sports NHL. (laughs) That, see there, that's where we go. That's where we go now. I feel like there are infinite uh, grids that you can make. Played for Toronto Maple Leafs, also played in Quebec (laughs) Pee Wee Tournament. Yeah, exactly. Do a face-off hockey show grid. Yeah, yeah. face off hockey. That's what happened. Hey, you'll have to contact them and say, "Listen, I'll I'll do it up for you. We do the face off hockey show grid." That would yeah, be- and it, and they'll it'll be like it'll be like played for uh played for Toronto Maple Leafs, and then the logo on the other side is just Malmo. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, "What fucking logo what are we is doing? this?" Yeah, Malmo, across Red across the, the top across the top is uh is Capitals, it's uh Canadians. And it's NH- in NHL '94. Down the side, Malmo, Maple Leafs. Uh, oh fuck! What was the other one? And Pee Wee uh, Quebec Pee Wee tournament. Quebec Pee Wee tournament. Yeah, because that's key. Yeah, it's crucial. It's key. It's yeah. key to everything. Gotta have yeah. Gotta have gotta have those key ones in there. <laughs> NHL '94 Quebec tournament. Exactly. Malmo. <laughs> uh, that would be good. Drafted by Kyle Dubas would be. A good oh, there you go. There is one. Yeah, that would be my contribution. <laughs> Goalies that played under Kyle Dubas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Goalies that played while Kyle Dubas was a general manager for the team. <laughs> Boy, talk about absurd goalie Monday. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Oh boy. So many options if you do a All face off hockey show grid. Oh yeah. We just have to figure out the the thing, and we'll be good to go. Yep. Exactly. Perfect. Well, Lyle, enjoy your week. You too, guys. We will talk you to know, you again. Enjoy the rest of their, your time there, Mark, and uh, in the hotel. Yeah. I'm heading home tomorrow. So Awesome. There you go. Oh, good. Now you'll definitely enjoy your time in the hotel. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, again, welcome home, Johnny. Thanks. You did it, buddy. Made it back. 45 has been a rough year for keeping track of luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Or at least having and, your luggage sleep, in hand. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. 
Jeez. All right. All right. All right, Lyle. See you next week, buddy. Talk to you next week, guys. Take care. Hey, there he goes. All right. Saw Rich at SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey. On Twitter, threads, other places, Blue Sky, all kinds of good stuff. Blueski. Blueski. Johnny, shout out. Uh, I'll give a diss to British Airways. Mm. I'll give a shout out to getting all of my stuff back. <laughs> um, I did buy a badass pair of uh, sky blue Adidas shorts that doubled as uh, swim trunks that British Airways should be paying me back for. So that was cool. Um, I give a shout out to finding a Kalamata FC jersey, which apparently was a lot harder than I thought it should be. Uh, Phil and I found two jerseys in the entire town. Wow. And they were both from 2019. <laughs> in a souvenir shop. Perfect. With how red all the sports stores, nothing. <laughs> Random shoot souvenir shop. Here are two jerseys that just happened to both be mediums. Which was fantastic. Good work. Uh, I'll give a shout out to the hotel. The uh, Fari Palace in Kalamata. The staff there is fantastic. They called souvenir shops to find out if they had men's clothing so that I could walk down there and buy clothes for myself. They're right on the beach. They have their own beach right across the street. Uh, it was a good time. Jet 2, which apparently is some like cheap holiday thing from Britain. Way better than British Airways. Again, British Airways can go fuck themselves. Or that just that one guy in Heathrow. Um, and I'll give a shout out to uh, some Greek Mastic. Wow. It's good, good stuff. It's good stuff. It's very smooth. Clear liquor. I got the one that has the hint of lemon in it. They come in different flavors. But... Um, that is something that I could get really drunk on one night. If I to. There you go. All yeah. Right. <coughs> Fuck. Right. Dis to breathing. Um, shout out to Phil, Anna, and Michael. Uh, funny story was that uh, in the Mediterranean Sea, after I actually got my uh, swim trunks and such back, uh, Michael didn't believe that I uh, wrestled, so I started suplexing him in the sea. Uh, gut wrench throw. I threw a hip toss and a headlock, and then he told me that I needed to stop beating him up. So I still got it. Just throwing that out there. Just nice. still got it. Good. Glad you didn't tear anything or pull anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't hurt myself in this situation, but but. Uh, Suplexing an 11 year old into the Mediterranean Sea was a lot of fun. Not yes. lie. Check that one off your bucket list. Exactly. <laughs> well, Hudson's going to get a suplex into the pool at some point, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. well, his head might not be able to go underwater. So. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, all in all, fun trip. Uh, it all worked out. Everything was good. Uh, yeah, lots of shout-outs, lots of disses, and I'm older, so.
Yeehaw. All right. Mark? And a shout out to Dave as well for bringing us in tonight. Yes. Uh, I don't have any shout outs, really, at all. I'm just, uh, I'm going to be happy to go home and uh, I'll be able to <clears throat> sleep in my own bed. I fly back up to New Hampshire on Saturday. I'll be able to go home. I, th- I was supposed to be here all week. And uh, what we came here for ended a day early, so I'm going to be able to go home tomorrow. So uh, that'll be fun. At least I'll, maybe that's a shout out. <clears throat> Alone time. Yes, at my house, which really only consists of like getting shit done that I can't, don't normally have time to get done when the kids are all there. So, yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, shout out to. Johnny getting all his stuff back. Shout out to 22 years. Shout out to getting my closet all packed up by and large. This to actually moving. It's fuck. It's expensive. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's about doing it. That's about doing it. So, um, that's it. That's all. For uh, Johnny P, Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. It's been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, you can go uh, catch us on the social medias on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FOHS Radio and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. Get in there. get some, uh, Give us a little uh, pocket change, and you'll be into a, enter into a raffle for that Ryan Ellis diecast. It has our logo on it. It's a great time for everybody. But uh, we'll talk to you in a week's time. Until then, peace.